Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? Hey, so, man, uh, 2024 came in with a bang, and that bang being Club Shay Shay and Cat Williams. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't ready, <laughs> to, to say the least. <laughs> And damn, I don't think nobody in America was was ready. I think it had like 10 million views in, in 24 hours. Um, and it was drink champ long. Um, this was the longest Club Shay Shay in Club Shay Shay history. It was like, it was, I know they keep saying two hour plus interview, but they might as well just say it was three hours. Just two hours and 46 minutes. Damn. <laughs> But Cat Williams is like must watch TV, man. So I was there for the whole two hours, man. And I, I rode that way. It didn't even feel like it was two hours, which is crazy. Yeah, I had I, I broke it up in ch- chunks. I think I watched it in three different sessions in a 24-hour period. And I, I, I went and rewatched um certain certain clips, certain parts. Um the the reaction has been Massive. Um, Shannon Sharp has seen his. I think he's the number two podcast in all of America now, like the number one sports podcast, which is, which is crazy. So um, let's dive into it. Your, your thoughts, because I mean, Cap went after Ricky Smiley, Cedric the Entertainer, Steve Harvey, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish. Hell, Ludacris, Tyler Perry caught a stray. Um, Chris Tucker ca- caught a stray. Diddy. Faison Love. Yeah, Faison. <laughs> Everybody. Uh, Michael Blackston. So. <laughs> Man, you know what's crazy? Cat been saying this for the longest about these people, though. Like, I think he already had, like, a... Um, a stern dislike for uh, Kevin Hart and some of those other guys, man, because he feel like Kevin Hart is an industry plant. And I, I know this might sound crazy, but he just came out of nowhere. I mean, I remember him being on Paper Soldiers, but I don't know if you remember, he had a TV show that came out. Um, that was I forgot like the name. Eight episodes. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the hell? So I remember when Kevin Hart came out with that, I'm like, okay, he the new comedian on the block. Because if you don't watch, like, Comic View and some of those, and I don't remember him being on none of those shows, and you know how we are, we was back in the day, Rodney. We used to be BET heads. You watching 106 in part, Comic View, all of them, and you would recite the lines and the skits from Comic View, you know, when you were in high school and everything. So, yeah, I just don't remember him being on those shows. He just came out of nowhere. But I remember us liking Soul Plane and, and Paper Soldiers because we love the hood movies, about it, about it. So, you know, it just... Maybe Cat Williams has a point on a lot of the things that he said because there's a lot of receipts coming up too. Yeah, so he 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 do got a point. I mean, it's funny that you said you know he's been saying this for years because I I had a friend of mine post that you know Kevin Hart did the same interview every three years. Uh, this just happens to be the biggest um, platform he's done it on. I right. do got I, I do got some issues with it. Um, one, come on, cat! You ninety two and six versus twenty year olds playing one on one. Bro, you, bro, you, you fifty, you fifty two. I, I, I can't, I can't believe that you ninety two and six. Like, who was you playing? Like some handicapped twenty year olds. I, but at the no, but look, think about it like this, Rodney. At the same time, he's a comedian. But he's a dry comedian too. Now people don't realize a lot of stuff that that he says he's dry with it. So you can't take it with a grain of salt because he's a comedian. That's what makes it funny. So when he says certain things, he's like, "I read two thousand books." Remember when he said that I read two thousand books like a day or something? He was just saying he's a comedian, so he might and he's dry with it. So it, it might, you know, he's like fabricating. But yeah, that that he could still run on. <laughs> Oh shit! I wanted Shannon Sharp to take him onto the parking lot so we could see him run this forty-yard uh, dash. Uh, <laughs> but some some stuff I'm just need him to get over right. Um, 
the whole Cedric, the, like him saying Cedric don't have not one comedy special. Cedric does have a comedy special on Netflix. Um, the whole Steve Harvey. Now, hell, I don't know. Back in the day, Steve Harvey was the man when it came to the hair. But I, you can go back and look at the episode and be like, okay, that probably was. <laughs> <laughs> it was too perfect, man. Yeah. It was too perfect. Man, man, I thought Jalen Rose had the perfect response to that. You know, him talking about he didn't do Steve Harvey with the, the hair. <laughs> so, but, um, and we all, and we, I mean, it, it was documented before Bernie Mac left this earth, God, God rest his soul, um, the whole Ocean's Eleven um, conflict with him and Steve. Uh, so, you know, I do believe that Cat is right when he says Steve uh, was hating on Bernie, wanted to be a movie star. Um, but in the same token, uh, he talking about them no longer touring. Steve, if you go back and watch Steve Harvey um, last comedy special stand-up, which I got the DVD of, still tripping, he talked about him no longer doing stand-up because of all of the the radio show he had going on, all the sponsorships, and him not being able to get up there and really being able to say what he wanted to say because of fear of losing sponsorships. Um, so that that... Um, I think he put Ice Cube, and based on Ice Cube video, Ice Cube was very uncomfortable. He put Cube in a very uncomfortable situation because Cube work, has worked with most of the art and the co- comics that Cab went after. So, mm-hmm. and I and I think Cube kind of confirmed um, Ricky Smiley and um, to a certain extent Cat Williams view on the whole. Money Mike situation on Friday. It sounded like Ricky Smiley did audition to be Money Mike. You know, they made the decision that he should play Santa Claus, which kind of backs up both of what they were saying. Uh, the whole rape scene cue shot down. So, <laughs> and then, you know, I would shoot that down too, even if it was like I would shoot that down too. And then, you know, the whole. Cat um, saying he wrote all his own lines for for, for Friday after that. Um, that kind of was disputed by Cube too. So, in, in a lot of ways, it's it's entertaining, but it's also it's frustrating too. Because at the end of the day, like these are all comedians that somebody in the black community love. Like you might not be a fan of um, everyone, like. I'm not really a fan of Phase on Love or Michael Blackson like that, but um, I remember as a kid watching the Steve Harvey show. Um, I'm I'm waiting to see what Mark Mark Curry says because you know Mark Curry oh has said in the past about Steve stealing jokes, but he hasn't said anything uh, since the the interview has has aired. Um, but then I also think about like the music business, like it was a rapper stealing each other bars all the time. Uh, hell, what's your Rod Wave just had, you know, several bars that he brought up where he, he took them from other artists. So um, I don't know, because uh, I'm not a comedian, like what's the acceptable. Um, is it acceptable? If it's not acceptable, Cedric came on and said, you know, comedians have stolen his bar. Hell, I've watched comedy specials and been like, I've heard this joke before. It was told by somebody else, so. Right. <clears throat> right. The only time that I feel like it's not acceptable is when it's somebody's life. Like, how, how can you steal a joke from somebody's life? Like, that, that's just, I think that's yeah, kind of ridiculous. Because, like, the whole, um, you know, Steve Harvey has said before that, you know, he was homeless. Kevin Hart saying, I mean, Cat Williams saying that, you know, he got, he's never been homeless. I don't know. I feel like Steve has talked about being homeless so much. People in Steve's family have talked about him being homeless. So I, I do think there's some truth to that. I don't, you know, I don't know when Steve exactly started touring with Mark Curry, but, you know, 
and if you go back and watch Steve Club Shay Shay interview, he talks about living in his car, um, bathing in hotels, um, how he got his big break at the Apollo. So I don't know. I just if Steve stole that um, and made that up, um, that is sad. I do feel sorry for the people I felt because in a certain way, like Steve Cedric, Ricky Smiley, Kevin Hart, to an extent, even though I don't know who started beefing with who first. Um, they they all have had some type of beef in the past with with Cat Williams, but damn, Tyler Perry, come on, dog! Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's just something that's kind of sacred with a lot of comedians and with a lot of actors too. Um, it's the whole wearing a dress thing, man. So, um, even in the black community too. I mean, it, we we still got some ways to go when it comes to uh, homophobia and, and other things too, and and also re- religion and everything too. So, um, a lot of people believe in the Illuminati. I, I myself don't believe in it, but a lot of people really believe that's a real entity. And I mean, it, it could be. I don't know. I just don't believe in 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 that. But yeah, that it goes a long way, and it leads back to that. So, I mean, I I think when it comes to Illuminati, I think. Jay-Z, when he talked about any time a black man gets successful or gets wealthy or so have you, like, we credited to, like, oh, they have to be a member of the Masons or Illuminati, where it's like, we don't question, we don't do that to other people that become wealthy, other, like, white people or whatever. We always discount it. Now, I ain't, I'm a fan of Little Chris. I don't have neither one of us there so we can't say if the Illuminati exists. I in knowing and reading stuff that people have said about Ludacris work ethic, uh if you go and read Scarface book Diary of Madman, he talks about when they signed Ludacris to Death Jam Soft and how business oriented Ludacris was. I find I I just find it hard to believe that uh, Ludacris has made any type of deal like that. Hell, and if they paying him ten million per Fast and Furious movie, they paying him, they overpaying that man because his his role ain't ten million dollars worth. So I I just don't see it. Um, I, I feel like Ludacris caught an unnecessary straight in that case, like because the question was, was, are you and Ludacris cousin? He could have just said no. Nah. <laughs> no, because everybody said they do look uh, look like each other. Just uh, Cat Williams has like the uh, the longer hair now, um, out of the out of each one of them. That's what it, that was always like an ongoing rumor. Um, are they both cousins? But no, if you ludicrous and somebody drags you through the mud like that, Rodney, do you come out with a hip hop rhyme or do you like go off? And they, I had to think. <laughs> so. Well, you got to think about who. So I, I think for most people, they go off. Um, they send out a, a strongly worded <laughs> uh, message on X or something or Facebook or Instagram. But but you got to think, Ludacris has always been like this high energy, fun, fun loving, um, silly rapper in, in to, to some degree. So I think it fits. Then, you know, I kind of dispute, you know, Cat Williams saying he had to cut his hair off and stuff. Like, the f- first Fast and the Furious, he was in Too Fast, Too Furious. Like, the, the Negro still had dread, had still had his rage, so. Right, right. Now, my thing is, Rodney, I I'm, I want to I wanna believe, like, the, the right time, right place syndrome, and I believe, like, the industry plant, or it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. So I always want to believe it's the right place, right time. But is it with so many people and so many talented people, like who makes this decision that they're going to go with somebody or they pull somebody out of nowhere and make that person a star? You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not like American Idol that we don't know. what. <laughs> and like you said, it's 200 and something individuals that, that audition for these certain parts. And it, it might be more. But, like, how do they choose this one person? You hear about things going on in the industry, 
Look at Harvey Weinstein. Well, I said we don't believe in Illuminati. I just heard that Stephen Hawking was in a sex party. Yeah, Stephen Hawking, Ronnie. Like, <laughs> what's I, going on? Maybe we are missing something. I don't know. So I, I'll give Cap this. I do believe that there there are what he called gatekeepers. Um, I, I do strongly, but and I go back to who you know. Um, but I do believe like there are you know gatekeepers that pull strings that you know if you know them or if you uh, recipiate something towards them. Uh, that will help you get a foot in the door. My whole issue with, with like what he said about Ludacris is just knowing what other people in the industry have said about Ludacris's work ethic. Um, when Ludacris was first getting and wanted to get into action, like he, I remember watching an interview where he talked about hiring, you know, several action coaches. Um, going by Christopher Bridges in when he did movies or TV because he wanted to be taken serious as, as an actor. Um, right. So there that the whole Kevin Hart being a, a plant, like if he is, because he, he did kind of just pop up out of nowhere, but hell, the most comedians, we don't, we don't see the the backstory hell cat williams popped up out of nowhere in, in some regards um we, we yeah don't, I, we don't get to see them that 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 them grinding uh on on a late night circus or what have you um and hell I, I think it's funny that cat williams he stayed away from a few comedians because i i feel like he knows <laughs> Like he 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 was asked about Dave Chappelle and the, the fifty million or whatever. He he touched on a little bit, but he ain't go too far. Uh, right, and I think one thing about Dave Chappelle too is like, what can you really say about him? Like he did turn down that money, and what did they want from him? I think in the interview also, Cat said that he turned down a few times a lot of money because some of the roles expected from him was to do certain things that he was uncomfortable with. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, this is not the first time that I heard this. I was disappointed by some of the people that I heard it from. One of the main people I was really disappointed in was Terry Crews when he said that they was filling up on him and all this stuff. And he was letting the shit happen. And I was just like so disappointed in him. But, I mean, I guess is what you would accept or what you would do for, for money. And some people have integrity and some people don't. So I, I, I get it. So I... It's just disappointing. Like you said, I, I hate to see the the fighting between some of the people that we grew up watching or, you know, that, that had an impact on our lives. Like, you know, each one of those individuals he talked about, Rodney, they always had, like, something that we knew lines from movies. Like, we like Steve Harvey. We like Kevin Hart. We like, you know, Cat Williams. We like, we like all of them, man. They all done had an impact on our lives. So seeing them fight like that is kind of weird, but there's got to be some type of truth to a lot of the stuff that he's saying. Yeah, I, I feel like, like I said, I feel like when it's, it's been confirmed, like it's, it's some truth to the whole um, Steve Harvey, even like some of the Ricky Smiley stuff, the the Michael Blackson, uh, Cedric, I don't know. I'm trying to find, I, I really want to see, because they've been going, and like Cedric said, it's been damn near 30 years now, so... Uh, yeah, he never forgot about that, man. That, sometimes it used to be that one thing, man. Cause I know just from from myself too, it'd be that one thing, and I'm like, I'm not dealing with that person no more. I don't care how many years it's gonna be. It's just that one thing that rubbed me the wrong way, and I'm just not gonna never change or budge off of how I feel about them. Well, y'all both are Virgos, so <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. There's no resistance. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I don't, I don't, I just, I just wish, like, feel like the whole Rodney King thing. Can we, can we all just get along? Uh, I think that ship herself for him and Kevin Hart, though, because Kevin Hart on um, the NBA Unplugged on Friday uh, kind of let loose in a, in a joking fashion. Um, I just, you know. I didn't even know he had that, Rodney. Why you didn't tell me he had, I'm at the damn bar. 
I'm I'm at the bar, me and uh, Carlos. I'm like, is that fucking Kevin Hart? Like, what the fuck is he doing on TV on ESPN? Yeah, I for, I saw I forgot that many <laughs> Red Cowboy do the whole. I guess the the Peyton and Eli thing uh, for for the NBA. Um, so I I don't think is I don't think Kevin and Cat are are done with each other. Uh, and and to a point, I don't think Cat and I don't think Tiff, Tiffany Haddish is gonna let it go either. Um, right. She, I- Yo, oh, go ahead, bro. Sorry about that. I was just gonna say she's, you know, she's came out very strongly um, disputing some of the things Cass said about her and the laugh factor and things like that. Um, Cap pissed me off though um, after the interview um, because of what he has said about Jamie Foxx at this point. Yeah, yeah, that. I know, man, and you know that that's the <clears throat> that's the rumor going around that he um, had sniffed some fentanyl and got sick off the fentanyl. But of course, you know we won't really know. We not we not there. Yeah. Uh, no. Here, here's my thing about that though. Like people mad because they don't know what exactly happened. It's rumors. It's not it's not Jamie Foxx's responsibility. Like if he wants to keep what happened private good for him like we don't need to know every celebrity personal life like it's off jamie fox has always been a very private person when it has come to his uh personal life like you don't really ever know exactly who he's dating um he he's always been calculated with what he shared and what he hasn't shared so um I'm actually happy. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, and nor do I, I want to know. Uh, right. I agree with that, brother. It's um, not in our business. Like, his his family and friends have been very... Because, you know, it's always some type of leak. So, for him to have family and friends, like, you know... We gonna respect his privacy, like we know what happened, but we not sharing it with the public. Like, I think that that speaks volumes to the type of friends he has and the type of trust they have in each other. Um, I do feel bad for like Jamie Foxx's daughter because uh, he like recently got engaged, and so they should be celebrating that, not having people question. If Jamie Foxx is, you know, doing fentanyl or um, if he's a, a clone, because I've heard that, or if he joined the Illuminati and that's the, all these damn different things. Uh, it's kind of the same thing with Ricky Smiley, because Ricky Smiley coming up on the one-year anniversary of his son's death. And so I know that's also got to be hard for him. Like, you're still grieving, um, losing the child, and and now you haven't to, to revisit this, so. I don't know. No, I no, I definitely agree too, man. And and one thing that I learned too, Rodney, and like we feeling bad for all those people, but when they on your ass, they don't feel bad for you and what mm. you're going through. So, I mean, it, it's always it's not gonna be a one way street, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be, and, and they they playing in a dirty game too. It's competitive. Like Cat Williams was saying, it's competitive, man. So it's just like any other sport. They're gonna smack talk each other. They're gonna talk junk. They're gonna it's gonna be some truth in some of the smack talk. It's gonna probably be some lies in some of the smack talk. It just that's just the the nature of the the beast, you know. That's just the comedy game, just like the hip hop game. How many times we done seen Soldier Boy talk junk to people, and and, and most of that's that's not you know he not gonna do nothing. He's like harmless. Yeah, I I was so I was talking to somebody. I was like, it kind of remind me of when um, Fifty Cent used to just be going at people <laughs> just to you know get his name out there, remain relevant. I said that's that's kind of what this Cat Williams interview remind me. Of. I'm gonna dispute. He he basically said Dio Hughley is the was funny in the Kings of Comedy. Dio Hughley, I'm, and we've seen him. <laughs> Is, is he okay? But see, and that's what I like. Dio, you see, I got I got a different funny bone. 
I think Kevin Hart is the worst comedian I've ever heard, been around. Like, I don't like Kevin Hart. Oh. But I think Kevin, I think D.L. Ugly's funny. I think Cat Williams is funny. I think Dave Chappelle funny. I think DC on five. I, I just, that's not my type of comedy. I don't like the, uh, the I get picked on comedy. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I like the Bernie oh. Mac talking shit comedy. So it's just, and I don't like, I don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny. It's just, a, it's just certain people. I don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny. I don't think Kevin Hart has been that funny. Like the last funny thing, stand up wise, that Kevin Hart has done for me was seriously funny. Right. Now, yeah, that was, that was pretty decent. Yeah. But it was just like, eh. I just, I don't know. That's just not been my type of comedy. I, I like Eddie Murphy uh, type of comedy. Yeah. You know, I just maybe it's just me. I just don't think the uh, the picked on comedy or you know is is, is my thing. Now, cat cat, I feel is funny in spots like I don't like stand up wise. Like cat to me, like he has funny moments in his stand up, but I don't find like his like when he does like an hour long special, maybe twenty minutes of it is funny to me. Um, I'm more of a like Chris Rock, right? Mac, um, definitely Days of Hell. Days of Hell. I feel like uh, it's the goat. It's funny because Revolt came out with a list of right after this of the top 19 comedians of all time. This some bullshit. Because <laughs> you know they go, they gotta throw in some people that we really not gonna listen to. But there's some people that's actually funny, man. That that people put me on. It's a uh, it's a Filipino comedian that's fucking hilarious, man. I I I just ignored him for the longest. I'm like, I don't think he, I had nothing in common or want to listen to this guy. And I came across a a feed on uh on Instagram, and he was just like going. I forgot his damn name, but um, he's freaking hilarious, man. So I think I'm- Jeff Ross is hilarious too. By the way. Like the one that does the roast, the roast battles. I mm. I think Jeff Roth is fucking hilarious. Like I, but John Stewart is funny to me. Yeah, John Stewart is hilarious. Yeah, mm. I, I think John Stewart is funny too. So I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give you the top ten people they have on this list. Okay. So Richard Pryor, Pryor's one, no beef there. Right. He is two. Still no beef. No beef there. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle is three. No beef. You could, right. argue, you could argue he should be one or two on the list, but no beef. Cat is four. No beef for there. I, I like Cat. I don't think Cat's. I think Cat is top five. Um, I would put who they got at five ahead of Cat. Bernie Mac is five. Yeah, yeah. I still got a top five. Yeah. Monique is six. Questionable. No, yeah, that's questionable. Because I'm, I'm gonna tell you who I would put uh, in Monique's place in a minute. Mar Lawrence is seven. Yeah, I, I think he's funny with his uh, yeah, because he carried Def Comedy Jam and, and his comedy specials when he first came out. Them first four were hilarious. Mm-hmm. Even Rantel that was funny to me. Uh, right. Right. Wanda Sykes, I feel like, should be her Monique spot. She's sick. I mean, she's eight on this list. Mm-hmm. Nine is Chris Rock. You could argue he should be a little bit higher. Right. Chris Rock could be top five, too. Yeah. Kevin Hart is 10. No. Tracy Morgan is 11. I'll take... See that's what uh, Kevin. I don't. You got like Lavelle Crawford. You got Earthquake. You got a. What? Yeah, because Lavelle Crawford not even on this list. I don't think. Here, yeah, Kevin Hart is not that here, funny. Here's two people that should be ahead of Kevin Hart in my book. Red Fox is twelve. Yeah. Robin Harris is thirteen. Yeah, they should. Yeah, see what I'm saying? No, that's what I. When you get these guys, when you think about Robin Harris, when you think about Red Fox, it's it's a few more comedians too, man. I mean, come on, man. I, I just don't I don't see it. He got the bigger name. Maybe it's not meant for me. Maybe I don't understand because I I talk to some young people and they think that Kevin Hart is hilarious. I just don't. I, I just I don't see it. 
Uh, fourteen, Steve Harvey. See, Harvey's funny, man. He got some pretty good comedy specials. Some of his stuff be... He got some pretty good comedy specials. Some of his stuff be, yeah. I like Cedric the Entertainer better than him. And D.L. Ugly. Uh, 15 and Chris Tucker. Now, Chris Tucker, he had one good comedy special that I like, and I liked him on Def Jam. But other than that, he ain't really that funny to me. Yeah, his, his, the one he did for Netflix was... Uh, I went to sleep. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think that was funny. That was terrible. Mm-hmm. Woke back up and was mad. It was still on. Um, Sixteen is Cedric the Entertainer. He should be ahead of Chris Tucker. He should be like up there. Um, Cedric's funny. Seventeen is some more. Now some more should be ahead of. Uh, I think some more is funnier than uh, than Wanda and. Uh, I was going to say that too. Agreed. Eighteen is. J- Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he should be up higher than that. He's funnier than Kevin. What are they doing here? And then 19 is Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney is really funny. Yeah, Paul Mooney should be higher on this list, too. Uh, so yeah, no, that's crazy. No DL at all on this list. No Lavelle Crawford. No Mark Curry. Wow. Yeah, that's really surprising. At least they didn't put that one dude that I think is freaking like not funny on there. Oh. What's the guy with the glasses? He was famous for his Bill Cosby rant. Hannibal Burris. He is fucking uh, terrible. Um, I'm glad Trevor Nolan's not on this list. Yeah, he's like spotty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have to watch his stand-ups and and. and parts too because like you said some of them are funny some of them not um and then some of some of the people they have on the list like i feel like stand-up wise they're not funny movie wise they're better right think, and that's what they're confused i think kevin hart falls into that that category he's to me he's more movie funny now than stand-up funny um same thing with chris tucker you he caught it straight to i'm talking about we got F team Chris Tucker now, so No, you're right, you're right, Ronnie. A lot of these people are movie funny, man. Like, and I don't understand how you get it confused, but they have to be embedded into that role. Like, I think movies are the tough is probably the toughest job because it's not like music. The music industry, you a beat can carry you. You got some good beats, it'll carry you. You can say whatever the hell you want to say over some beats. As long as the beat is good, then you'll be fine. But with movies, you literally have an hour and a half to two hours, depending on the movie, to to influence me that you're this certain person, that you're this persona, that you're this this character, like this is you. So you have to you have to manipulate my mind and show me that you're either fearful if it's a horror movie, if it's a comedy, like you. You're this person, like you have to influence me on that. You have to get me. You have to trick me into to get me emotionally involved in this character. So movies are tough, and yeah, I just just like uh, Cat Williams was saying, everybody can be in movies. Like Phase on Love is Phase on Love in every movie. <laughs> in some regards, I feel like Cat Williams shit it on himself though when he said that because in certain. Movies, he, I feel like he's played a variation of Money Mike. Yeah, I guess you could kind of say that too. But not really because on the school dance, I thought, which I was, who's White Babies, this was funny. Uh, I liked him in the, um, the Mike. And why the hell is Mike Epps not in there? Yeah, nowhere to be seen on the list. <laughs> that is, see, that is blasphemy. You put Kevin Hart in there, but you don't put Mike Epps in there? Mike Epps is funny. Well, I, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but yeah. no. It, plus, you got to think about it, too. Like, Cat Williams hasn't played in a lot of movies, too. I think he's probably got, like, what, 30, 30 40 movies under his belt? Well, according Which to isn't him, a lot. 60-something. It could be 60-something. It's not. I looked yeah. at his IMDB just to verify. Now, if yeah. He, if he includes the music videos he's been in, then uh, yes. Right, or probably like some future projects or, or whatever he's probably 
including this. It was funny because some of the music he's been in a few ludicrous music videos. So, right, his cousin. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, yeah, I, but that definitely that definitely woke some people up, man. Like this this interview, it basically broke the internet. Like it, it got it got a lot of. This is the highest one. This is the highest club Shay Shay hiding the Steve Harvey hiding the DL Ugly. I mean, I don't even know how you even. I don't even know how you get any higher from right here. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't know who you have on on next that that could possibly follow. Hell, Oprah. I don't know. And then I don't even think that one would probably get as much as Cat, unless she says like some outlandish stuff in them clips. Cause like once you once somebody comes out and they they give you all this information, you know people are gonna flat, fact check behind it. So it it was funny because like right now I think probably Cat Williams is what like eight for ten right now. Ice Cube is the two that took off, but other than that, like you see a lot of people reposting things. You see uh, Cat Williams and uh, Cedric Entertainer. They show them both doing the car. You see, Gary Owen came on. Gary Owen was saying that he did get approached. The reason why he didn't get more opportunities because you know he didn't accept a, uh, a offer to do something uh, strange from a couple of his ex. And then you got like you know a couple of other things. You have Mark Curry in that clip coming out with Steve Harvey about stealing stuff, and yeah, Cedric Entertainer came out and said he was like, "Well, this was my bit." He's like, but comedians steal from each other all the time. Like, why you say that right after you say that was my bit? But, <laughs> but yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's why I'm really curious to see if we, um, if, like I said, Mark Curry is going to say something. Um, it'll be very interesting to see if, because um, I feel like Steve Harvey last time, um, uh, uh, looked, he he was in Abu Dhabi somewhere, so it'd be interesting to see um, if he actually comes on and says something. Um, hell, I feel like Ludacris didn't have have any choice but to to say something because uh, some somebody had posted like, "Why are people responding to Cat Williams giving him the time of day?" And I feel like in some in some cases when your characters are tagged. Uh, or question, and you really in ludicrous case ain't had nothing to do with it. That you you got to come out and say something. Yeah, you do it. That's that's just yeah. That's that's nature. That's human nature. Like of course, if somebody's gonna test your test your gangster, you got to come out and say something. <clears throat> Silence is not golden. When somebody puts you in a limelight like that, this. Yeah, this this right here got so many views from so many people, and and going and counting. The first day was what ten million was the first day was ten million, right? Yeah, yeah. I think since then it's, it it shot up. I done seen twenty four million at one point. So it's it's going and going. Like people are seeing this, and I'm hearing people everywhere talk about it at work. Um, I mean, just everywhere outside. Just no matter if you standing in line, people talking about it. You had the grocery store, you had the clothing store, you had the dentist's office, doctors' office. People were talking about it like it's new, it's national news. So you got to say something. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who exactly is next, <laughs> who who is brave enough to follow. Uh, you got some suggestions, Rodney? Give me your top five suggestions of who you think right now. Can probably hold a candle to this interview. Like, who should he bring on? Um, Kevin Hart. Um, you see Kevin Hart all the time on doing different things. Yeah, Remember you say he did the same interview. I feel like if he came back, like you did, Cowboys, you come back with like Kevin Hart or Tiffany Haddish together, and they address some stuff that Cat said. Like, I, I feel like that would that would push the envelope. Um, Dave Chappelle would be uh, another person that that could push the the envelope because Dave Chappelle doesn't really do interviews like that. But um, right, that, that I think that actually will get numbers too. 
um, the Obamas. That would be dope. Yeah, on Club Shay Shay too. Seeing um seeing him to have a drink on on TV like drinking that I I guess so because on Club Shay Shay of course you know you got to have a drink. So yeah, that would be interesting. Um, Jay Z and Beyonce. That would be yeah. That would, and both of them together doing the interview. That'll definitely break the internet. So I I will take your Jay Z and Beyonce. And then wow. I think that one again, because with this one right here, you know, Cat, you, you, this one was kind of because Cat, he doesn't have like a political view, he doesn't have different, he just, he just sprayed the max hand at everybody, mm-hmm. so you like everybody like caught some of that. I believe that this is my top five that I think that can oh, break that fifty. I was gonna say that that that'll probably break that. That was gonna be in my top five. So I, I my first person I would say would be Jamie Foxx. Like getting down to the detail of what happened, you know, having to drink Club Shay Shay, addressing rumors, are you a clone? You know, just talk, you know, having fun, being a comedian. I think Jamie Foxx will get a lot of views. I think that'll actually break Cat Williams um thing. I think people want to hear from Jamie Foxx. Like you haven't really heard from him. Like going to detail about what happened. Like I said, is it you know how they, they try to get everything out of you. I think that'll be good. 50 Cent will be my next one, addressing a lot of rumors about what's going on. <clears throat> you know who else I think will be a good one? I think if you had Nelly and Ashanti on there, I think yeah. like people want to hear Like, how did y'all spark getting back together? I think that would be really good too. And I think like if you're going for something that's like low budget, you don't have to really like break the bank. I don't know if you even got to pay for them to come on the show. Like, I would want to hear what she got to say about Irv Gotti and all that other stuff, too. Him and Nelly, and give me some stories. Her and Nelly. Yeah, give me that one. And then, for my last one, I know this might sound crazy, too. But I think if you had Ja Moran on there. Um, I, yeah, I, I can see that. I'll, I raise, you, I'll, I'll raise you Ja Moran for Draymond Green, though. Oh shit, that would be a good one too. That would be a good one. <laughs> but this, that'll be, they probably start fucking fighting in there. <laughs> I don't think they like each other like that. <laughs> they don't. That, 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 would, that would make it even more, more <laughs> interesting. <laughs> they probably start moving some furniture in that mug. No, I, the reason why I say Java Rent, because I want to hear what his take on the guns. Like, what the hell are you doing? Because everybody's been waiting on him to say something, and he just he doesn't ever say anything. He doesn't want to compromise or, or put himself out there. But you know how you know how uh, Uncle Shay, Uncle Shannon is. He gonna get it out of you. He gonna say some stuff. Man, what, what's wrong with you? You stupid. You know you. Why are you doing that stupid stuff? So I I want to hear him in a candid interview like that. So if he can get John Moran on there, that'll be dope. But Draymond Green too will be dope. He need to look into both of those. Even though I know he don't. Care for Draymond like that, so yeah, I just it, it's a very short list of who could follow um, that that Cat Williams interview. She would miss I, I'm so I'm, I, I am very very curious to see um, who who could do it, who would want to do it. Um, it, it's, it's gonna have to be somebody controversial like a Umar Johnson or, or something at this point. But <laughs> no, they had him on. What was that fool on? He just be saying just random shit, man. Sometimes it just don't be making no sense. I get he like super pro black, but jeez, man. Or they could, or if he really wanted to, uh, he could have Umar Johnson and Charleston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you can have them sitting across from each other and him uh, moderating. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> That'll get so many views. <laughs> no, that is crazy. No, that, that, that'll be actually really funny if he did, if somebody did that. Having both of them on the same show. But knowing Car- Charleston, why your hot mouth? He's <laughs> gonna probably say something way out the way to to Umar Johnson. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could see something, something like that. <laughs> that would definitely break the internet. Um, it was funny because somebody tweeted, well, I should just say put on X, you know, um, when it, uh, Cat Williams turned into Charleston White, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, they kind of do look alike, too. <laughs> and remember, Ludacris, they cousin, too, so all three of them, <laughs> the six degrees of separation. Uh, hell, Ludacris, getting... I know one that would be interesting getting Vin Diesel and the, and the Rock together now that they have squashed they beef. Oh my God, uh, that just means that it's gonna be like a Fast Fifty or something coming up. Yeah, I so. I am curious to see um, where where they stop at with this damn Fast and the Furious because. To to me, all of the ones since, and they were already getting a little outlandish when um, God, what's the actor <laughs> that passed? Um, <laughs> Man, Rodney, when they drove one from one skyscraper to another skyscraper, maybe they were, maybe that was it. Yeah, like that. that- and hell, they they drove off a damn cliff onto a bri- a drawbridge that was falling. <laughs> the car around. <laughs> hell, Tyreek got supposedly squashed by a car and came out with no scrapes and scratches. So, uh, it's it's getting out of hand. The last believable one for me was on like Fast Five, but they were in Brazil. Right. And even that one was a little uh, extreme. <laughs> yeah, it just man, I, I and I don't want to hate on a franchise, man, because it's somebody holding on for dear life, and, and their every breath is for uh, fast. Think about like Star Wars. I mean, it, it's just like Star Wars or Star Trek. That's what fast is right now. <laughs> That's what that franchise is like. Is living the, is living up to the hype, or the seasons of Wild and Out? Wild and Out just will never go away. Sorry, it does not. Yeah, it, it needs a vacation. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think it needs to go away, go away. But they need to take some time off. Um, but it'll, it'll be. Hell, speaking of shows, uh, I found a little hidden gem on, on on Netflix that I guess it used to come on the now defunct audience network, but uh, Louder Milk is freaking hilarious. Louder Milk? Mm-hmm. Hmm. What, what's, uh, what's the show about? So the show is basically about this this guy. Um, he's like a sobriety um, coach. Like he runs AA meetings, but he doesn't mm-hmm. run them the like the normal AA meeting. Like he's very blunt. He's very um, rude. Um, he cusses at the people. Like he's very straightforward when it comes to that. He's basically been asked or hired by this lady whose daughter is struggling with um, alcoholism, um, drugs, and stuff to to help her with her sobriety. And the way he talks to her and stuff he does to her, like um, in the second episode, he drives her out to the woods to clear her head and then leaves her and makes her find her way home and stuff. Um, (laughs) Now, that's funny right there for like no reason. Yeah, so when I say it's it's hilarious, though, like how did I not know about this show before? Um, but I was like last night I watched like seven episodes back to back. Oh damn! Yeah, so it's it's a it's definitely a good show. Um, if you haven't seen the Equalizer three, that's also now streaming on Netflix. Oh damn! I was wondering where they was gonna stream it. I'm surprised they put it on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix. I, I said the same thing. Um, they're starting to, um, I guess, 
they got so much competition there and they're trying to get some new releases as well. Like I remember like Woman King when that first came out, that streamed directly to Netflix. Um there was something else that came out. Um Spider the Spider Verse. So but but yeah, that yeah. Um Equalizer Three is on Netflix. Um I started watching what the Citadel on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. That's actually pretty pretty good. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out. But yeah, Louder Milk on Netflix is freaking I haven't laughed that hard at a show in a while. Yeah, see I I would match you on the shows, man, but with these sports man and of course, I'm on my Michigan high. We winning. So, of course, I, I've been paying attention to, like, I've been watching a lot of sports shows and listening to what the analysts got to say. Um, The big game is on Monday. Of course, I think that we're going to demolish yeah, so freaking Washington. So Big game tomorrow. Um, so, we'll have to have a short special episode reviewing that uh, and then previewing NFL playoffs is right around the corner. Uh, it's kind of a s- sad time of year because you got college football officially ending. You got the NFL with the playoffs, the build up to the Super Bowl. And then really you're just going to have the NBA and the NHL for a minute. Uh, then you'll have spring training, which, damn, I can't believe spring training is what, next month? It starts. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, that's that's coming up pretty quick. NBA All Star Game coming up, uh, March Madness. It just it's a lot coming up like really fast, man. Speaking of um, um March Madness, Jawan Howard's job should be in jeopardy. You think so? They're under five. They're under five hundred. the The last three games I have watched, they have now looked like a cohesive basketball team. Well, they, you know, they doing a, uh, they basically doing a, a whole rebuild. They lost like three players last year. That only they were like one and dones. And then, and then with Jawan Howard, um, you know, he had his surgery, so he wasn't able to um, to coach like the first, well, like six games, six seven games. They looked better in the games he wasn't coaching. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they having a fall from grace right now. And I hate to say it, uh, actually, none of the teams in the Big Ten besides, besides Purdue actually look good. Everybody else looks really lousy. Iowa's okay, but it, it's just really about uh, Purdue. Hmm. Yeah. Purdue and Iowa are the main one, and and where the hell is Northwestern coming from right now? Like Northwestern's been really solid, like in basketball and football, um, like well, this past year, which is crazy. I've always felt Chris Collins, who was the coach for Northwestern, is a hell of a coach. Um, so, uh, I'm I'm glad to to see him uh, getting his due over at Northwestern. Um, and I know Doug Collins has to be very, very proud, but yeah, Chris Chris Collins, I've always felt, um, especially for Northwestern, was a really good coach. So it'll just I'm I'm curious to see if Michigan is able to um, right the ship. They pissed me off their their last game against Minnesota because they blew the damn lead. Yeah, I don't think Michigan's gonna. Gonna get it together uh, basketball wise. Maybe next season. Hopefully they can bring in some uh, top recruits. But you know they already lost to like McNeese State and like you said they lost to Minnesota. It's it's gonna be hard to get in that NCAA tournament with like a if they get eighteen wins possibly. Um, but yeah, you can't. It's hard. Like if, if anything, they can probably string some things along and be a bubble team. But that Big Ten schedule is really tough. The Hoosiers, every, we got tough teams. They're not really great teams, but all of them are tough. 
Michigan State's tough, Indiana's tough, Ohio State's tough, Purdue, Iowa, Northwestern. Um, and then you're already losing to like Minnesota and Illinois and all that. You can't, you can't, yeah, you can't do that. Rutgers, yeah, it's just Maryland. It's just, it's a tough schedule, man. And that team right now doesn't seem like they're equipped to, for the long haul. Yeah. I think, I think he messed up by bringing his kids in there. I know that sounds crazy. Um, do you follow Shime Time on social media with a few food reviewer? No, I, I do not. Okay, because he's in Detroit reviewing food, and it's been very interesting, to say the least. <laughs> Uh-oh. Interesting, like good or bad? Um, Some good, a lot of bad, though. Like, he had um good reviews for Bread List and What's the Deal, um... He went to Cuzzles and Cuzzles sucked. Um, and then he's not the first re- full reviewer to go to Cuzzles and have a bad experience. So, um, not really surprised there. Hood, Hood Boxy was a horrible experience for a lot of different reasons. So, it's been interesting. Um, I'm waiting to for him to post this Coney Island review because people tell him to go to Coney Island. I don't know why he would send a food reviewer to a, to a Coney Island, but. Yeah, he had to go to some places. Like, is he looking for elegance or he just, you said he went to Hood Bocce? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he went to a food truck. I wouldn't expect much out of a food truck anyway, but. And, then, you know, these are places people are telling him <laughs> to go. <laughs> I'm like, there are some better, like, there are a lot better options in the in the city. Yeah, there's a a ton of options. Uh, he but, Mediterranean place out there by you guys in Warren, Middle East. Uh, oh no, he no. The, no he, got, he gave him a good review. I'm like, uh, I wanted to tell him to go to um, what's your spot? Uh, that's what I, you know. I was about to say kebab house. Mm-hmm. He went to the wrong place. Yeah, so I'd be curious. Like he went at Cuzzles. Like you should have stopped by Bucharest just to see what he thought about the damn big ass warmer. Oh, he would have definitely gave him a thumbs down. You know, I think that place is so overrated, man. Is so. I feel like when they were just in Park Bar. Or whatever, it was good. As they got all these locations, um, it's it's gotten um, worse, and the customer service has definitely gotten worse. Yeah, you can't. I mean, even if you did wasn't hungry for shawarmas, they had like a million people in there working. But at least it was like a million young ladies in there working. So it was like, okay, I'm coming for the young ladies. They got on the, you know, the the attire. Now it's like. You don't got the young ladies really. You don't have like it's just like the service went downhill. Food sucks. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. You're right about that, Rodney. Yeah. So um, lost the appeal. I'm curious to see what he says about other um, places. Um, the hungry black man uh, that I also follow said he's coming back to Detroit just. Um, to do some some more reviews, and I guess he's gonna give us some time too, and take him some places. So, at the places people have been recommending, his review of um, of strip club wings in the city was very interesting. <laughs> did he like not like them, or did he? He ranked them, so Ace of Spades was the ones he really, really, really didn't like. Uh, Pantheon, he liked. Uh, Truth, he said, was okay. It's another one that he went to, too, that he liked. But I know he really liked the wing from Pantheon. Might have not just been the wings. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, he went to Taylor May, which he gave a good review. But in some of the places, people like Hood Boxy, I wouldn't have sent him there. Um, Cuzzles, since I've been in Cuzzles twice and both times, the customer service has been horrible. And the food is just, 
it's mediocre at best. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it's probably just mediocre. It's nothing to like write home about. It's not like if you eat there, it's like, man, I gotta come back here and have this again. No, it's like I would have sent them to the block over Cuzzles. No, I agree. But we gotta get out of here. We'll we'll do something um this week reviewing the national championship game, go blue. Uh, previewing the NFL matchups, but just felt like we had to touch on the the Cat Williams interview. So definitely, yeah, we'll catch y'all on the B side. Peace. <laughs>